0: One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Sorry is the Kool-Aid of human emotions. It's what you say when you spill a cup of coffee or throw a gutter ball when you're bowling with the girls in the league. True sorrow is as rare as true love. Oh, hello there. This is Bradley Martin, just catching up on some spooky month reading. You might have recognized that. Stephen King's Carrie. As we know, that's about a a typical teenage girl who's very socially awkward and crushed under the thumb of religious oppression with superpowers. This film, though, what we're talking about is that a typical girl's used-to-be best friend. Sam, played by Megan Suri, is a pretty popular high school girl who just wants to fit in, and she's kind of rejecting and ignoring a lot of prejudice to fit in. Her former best friend when they were kids, Tamira, is carrying around a jar and talking to it, She believes that there's something that lives inside this jar that wants to kill everybody. She tries to confide in her friend, and Sam completely rejects her, which puts into motion a horror film. It lives inside. Writer, director Bashal Duda and writer Ashish Mata. With me to talk about this... Someone who would never go into a haunted house, but could draw one up for you. Melina is with us.
1: I'll go to a haunted house as long as it takes place on amusement park grounds.
0: (laughs) That's even spookier.
1: Oh, they're so fun and they're so full of corn syrup. Unlike this movie.
0: And she has actually taught me a lot about the LGBTQ plus community in juxtaposition with horror uh queer culture and horror culture apparently they have a lot of crossover jordan is with us
2: i reviewed a whole documentary about this last year bradley also i will go to a haunted place as long as there is some gay shit involved otherwise it's just sports
0: yeah <laughs> I'm putting a staple on that i was looking at Duke and pennywise uh coupling art and a lot of it was really good and honestly kind of touching. Aren't those <laughs> <Yeah>. adorable? <laughs> That's, that is canon, by the way. Don't argue with me. I am gay. So it lives inside a horror film set in a high school where this invisible monster is terrorizing things. And uh, all around, good-natured, good-meeting Joyce, who is a teacher, Betty Gabriel, is concerned about Tamara and Sam. Tamara suddenly goes missing, and the town is baffled that someone would just up and disappear, but not too concerned because she's, you know, of Indian descent. Uh, Joyce, played by Get Outs Bitty Gabriel, she wants to get directly involved. Sam, racked with guilt for not being there for her friend and seeing Tamara being spirited away by this entity wants to get to the bottom of it as well. They kind of team up to figure things out. What did y'all think of this? Doesn't being a teen suck? And also there's a monster horror movie. Well, as an adult that is going through her very second puberty,
2: (laughs) Uh, yeah, being a teen sucks. So... (laughs) (laughs) Aside from tutoring them, I got a good student. But, yeah. uh, Okay, I liked this movie. I wish I could have loved it. Because, okay, I appreciate, uh, you know, the familiar, you know, framework. You know, teenage horror, there's always something fun to be mined with adolescence and the spookiness of uh, the genre and also actually getting to see an ethnic uh representation that's not often seen in the genre as well with uh you know India, you know, the country of India. I thought the movie could have been a little stronger. It it has some really good performances. I really liked Megan Shuri, who I think actually balanced that line of, you know, outsider, but also, you know, she's quite in with the in crowd, just, you know, trying to navigate that, and from what I read, it is based off of the writer-director, uh, bashal Duda's, uh, ex- own experiences with having grown up in India before coming to North America, so... I appreciate that. Uh, but this movie has some pacing issues and I feel like at times it doesn't know what it wants to focus on. Like a a teenager trying to fit in or the horror aspects. It can't quite seem to choose.
1: Well, everything that you two have said so far checks all the boxes of what I did like about this, or what I appreciated about its premise. Because from reading the synopsis online before jumping onto this review, I remember being fascinated, thinking, wow, this is a take on horror from the perspective of a young girl who is juggling the high school experience, coming into her own while also kind of ignoring or in some ways rejecting her cultural heritage, in this case, the fact that uh, her family is Hindu. And I thought that is a very unique take and one that I am so fascinated to see explored through the lens of horror, which some of my favorite horror movies do that same thing. They put the horror trappings on a very interesting and very in-depth social statement. And unfortunately, I think that having watched this now, that really is all I can say about it is I do admire where the writer-director was coming from and expressing Uh, basically a semi-autobiographical take on their experience growing up, what it's like to be a teenager and that, you know, increasing sense of isolation and discomfort, especially when it comes to your own family and your own heritage. But where I thought this film firmly dropped the ball and just never got me engaged was the horror aspect itself. Never once did I felt like it worked in that regard very awkward character motivations especially when they've come to the realization of what's actually going on and they're still kind of going around like well i guess we should just take our time mm-hmm.
0: time is certainly not of the essence
2: no time is not on this movie's side i mean no. i just, the movie can't get frustrating especially with what I'm sorry, there's like two dead kids now, and in the most gruesome way, what exactly are we waiting for? I I think it seems pretty concrete something is fucking going on. Mm -hmm. This movie is only 99 minutes, we gotta like, draw it out somehow, but maybe the script should have been a little meatier. In all honesty. It it, it wait, there should have been something more. And honestly, I also just found the parents to be very frustrating. As much as I as much as I love Neri uh Bajwa and uh Vic Shahai, I was just like, y- you two are frustrating me every time <laughs> I see you because you are some of the because it's like, clear, you you two have wildly different parenting styles, and just, how are you even still together? It just feels <laughs> like, I just felt like this, this movie is leading towards a divorce subplot, maybe. And apologies to uh, them or anyone else if I badly butchered those names.
0: Passive-aggressive resentment is the backbone to many troubling... Marriages. oh my
1: God well, especially especially from the mother who, yeah, I completely agree with you, Jordan. I found that character completely frustrating and very unlikable for the most part yeah i was I was watching it trying desperately to see it through the lens of the director, obviously, what they are talking about is, okay, well, what happens when you have a parent who is I think for what we are supposed to assume is an immigrant, a first generation immigrant. And you've got one, you've got the father who's kind of adapted more, I guess, to American culture. He's definitely, he allows his daughter more freedom. And then you've got the mother who you can tell really wants her to embrace the culture of the, like embrace their, uh, their Indian culture. And is very, very openly passive aggressive with her, in that she is not, and that she's not embracing it. But it got to the point where I'm looking at the mom thinking the way that they end up using her almost feels, I hate to say this, like a bit of a stereotype.
0: No, I agree. And I thought it was weird that it came across that way given the writers. And then I thought I guess if I was going to myself write a bunch of white kids they would be Totally sounding like like an old man was writing what he thinks teenagers sound like. No cap, total sus, you know. What do you think, Jordan? I
2: pre- okay. I pretty much read what the writing of the teenagers to be as. How do you do, fellow kids? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the prejudice was kind of spot on. Yeah, I think that that girl being all like, "Oh, you're Indian, <sighs> so you were you're born okay, well, to be the- good okay. at calculus," and. Oh, don't you speak Hindu language? Like, no, it's called Hindi. And they're like, uh, okay, whatever. Okay, look. If
2: there's one thing America excels at, it's prejudice, <laughs> baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that actually came across as pretty realistic, yeah. just coming from the perspective of a of a young, you know, teenage girl who knows nothing about this other culture, and not even from a sense of trying to be prejudiced, just from a sense of ignorance. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that actually was the most realistic scene in the movie, and I thought that was something that they were going to come back on. There were so many characters in here, including the the maybe boyfriend who they introduced early on, where I thought, are they going to come back in some way to show... That underneath this feigned ignorance, there is actually prejudice. Which is something, one of the many things you feel like the movie could have played with had it decided to go there. And they just kind of don't. Those characters come, they go, and are never seen again.
2: Well, I will say this. What little we do see of this demonic spirit, the peshasse, uh, actually is very good. Like, I thought that aspect was really well done and like the little brief glimpses we get and how we actually see it like killing and destroying somebody while you know we don't quite see some you know we don't really see anything there that was actually quite effective that was really good i gotta give the movie props on that the practical effects are really fucking great and they honestly help jolt this movie alive when it needs to.
1: So did you did you guys kind of like it better when they were implying the monster rather than showing it as opposed to what they do at the end where I thought that they maybe did a little too much with showing uh, it.
2: To I you? I honestly liked it. I I honestly liked it both ways. I liked i I liked it when we didn't see too much, and i honestly, I did like what we did see, like the designs and how well and like how good it looks in the shadows like that's something uh to be said right now It's like if you can make an impressive new movie monster and have it look good both in light and in the shadows uh that 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 that's impressive to
0: me, yeah, I enjoyed the creature and the feature invisible or not yeah
1: i think my favorite uh my favorite practical work in here involves uh someone on a swing set which i won't go into more detail than that it's actually the one scene that i rewound because i was like wow i'm actually really impressed with how they how they did that i think that was clearly wire work or if it, it wasn't it definitely gave the impression of being wire work mm-hmm. um and i did really actually i liked the creature design but i remember thinking i would have loved the hell out of this if i saw it in a Guillermo del toro movie (laughs) but here it with the story we're given prior to its reveal it felt kind of odd that it looked the way it did it looks phenomenal it's just odd that this creature design was put into this story
0: Yeah, I i can understand what you mean and now let's hope that everyone understands our final thoughts Jordan, would you start, please? Uh, I thought this
2: was a fascinating idea that didn't quite live up to its potential. A good, a, a very good leading performance, some excellent scares and effects, and and effects work both digitally and practically, aren't quite enough to help make up for the wasted potential this movie. Had and I really Did want to like this I really did but it's a Swing and a miss I do hope Bashad Dutta does get To do something more Like I Really do hope this movie puts him on On the map To uh, Let him be able to Expand His uh, filmography and Skills more uh i'm gonna give it a slight recommendation even though i'm really not the biggest fan so i'll go ahead and just say like six out of ten jars full of weird black goo
0: (laughs) it's a deep cut to the symbiote melina
1: Now, if Venom had been the creature in this, I would have absolutely changed my review. 10 out of 10. Yeah, Jordan, I think you nailed it with a 6 out of 10. I will go ahead and echo that with 6, and I will give that 6 out of 10 ridiculously cool monsters that I hope Guillermo del Toro doesn't end up suing the movie for. It was just that level of like, holy shit, this looks like it came right out of his catalog. Um, again, yeah, like, just like you said, I really was, I was pulling for this because I was fascinated by the premise. And I respect any horror movie that has a social statement that it wants to make. I mean, one of the best ones ever created is, is Get Out. And another one is, you know, The Babadook, which we were, you know, kind of talking about earlier. I love horror that actually has subtext, and the subtext here was very easy to see. I admired it all the way through. It's just that, for me, that's all there was to admire, because as a horror movie, I thought this fell flat in pretty much every facet, from the performance by our lead actress, who I didn't really want to blame her, but I thought the character wasn't given much to do. She's just kind of there to look a combination of bored and tired. For most of it. But I did think she got better towards the end. That's because they actually gave that character more to do. It just kind of wasn't enough to cover what had come before. But yeah, I think that there was quite a bit of wasted potential here as well. From how deeply they could have explored the subtext. How they could have actually made that subtext horror in and of itself. Which I can't think of a single example of it doing. Um, and I'm just kind of sad that what it does lead with are some of the more tired tropes you know characters making really stupid decisions that frustrate you jump scares fake jump scares to boot and just some quirky camera tricks which sometimes work and sometimes don't i wish i could recommend this higher since we're dead smack in the middle of spooky season but i really can't be on if you just have a love of you know low budget filmmaking and you want to support first-time writers and directors then give this a watch on that and I do agree that I want to see what this person uh what what Doda does next. Uh but other than that, yeah, it's just it's kind of a pass for me. And I just want to go watch Carrie instead. The Brian De Palma one.
0: Well for me, I probably enjoyed it the most, but I hear everything that you all are saying. The uh practicality of the monster so cool. But I hear the frustration, the the swing set set piece. I was like, here we go. This is revving up. I am loving this. But the scene that follows is, you know, the typical trope of, oh, what a tragic accident that no one can explain. And I'm like, well, you have an eyewitness and tons of crime scene to look at. It seems like a lot of this can be explained. And they're like, nah, moving on. And so, yeah, very weak. In fact, when this ended... I was left with a feeling of... And maybe this is a compliment. The ending of this sounds like a better first act than the one we got. And what follows seems like a better story I would like to see. So <laughs> so I'm not sure what to do with those particular feelings as a critic. Because it doesn't sound like a negative. But like, hey, I can. can we get the rest of this? Because it seems like now this particular character has more reason to hate her culture. But surely that isn't the message. But, <laughs> but you know, friendship is magic. And I don't think that was the message either. But it, it seems to flounder at the end. With It's a cool ending, but it's not at the same time if you think about it. Like the awesome set piece. But I think I did enjoy this the most. And even for me, though, it's a 7 out of 10... Vessels that could be anything, I guess, as, as as long as you believe.
1: Literally anything, even if it doesn't make any sense.
2: <laughs> my webcam could be a vessel. The cabinet, uh, the back pouch on my Bulbasaur could be a vessel. <laughs> Actually, it is. It's totally holding my mini trans flag.
0: And if it's in a Pokeball, it's vesselception, yeah.
2: Oh,
1: you're supposed to save the dad jokes for Frank. Come on, (laughs) spare us.